1: FOREVER!
2: Hi, Anna.
0: Hi, Andrew. Hey,
2: everybody else.
0: Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> scary Stories, stories to, to Tell, tell on, on the pod. pod. It's a podcast about uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark books, but also urban,
2: urban legends. legends,
0: scary ideas,
2: um, spooky things,
0: um, terribly frightening smells.
2: And just stuff that you heard about that made you feel creeped out.
0: The spiritual bedrock of this podcast is... A story you remember from a girl you went to camp with who told you about her cousin's friends who were identical twins mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. who had the same dream. Truly, as you're saying that, I remember there was a new girl in our school and she had gone to our middle school and then missed a year in high school. And then everyone was like, what happened to her? And some girl who I don't remember her name or anything was like, she stabbed her aunt because she thought she was a ghost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and honestly, you got to take a year off school and that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they punished her by subtracting a year for her education.
2: <laughs> um, this is a very exciting episode, Anna. There's
0: a ghosty dog here. There's We've a got two d- special guests. Well, Truly. Three. One is our uh, our new producer, Adam.
2: Yes, who's wonderful. Who's
0: wonderful. One is Lady Bird, who's an male.
2: And who is gives the sounds of existential dread that you'll hear throughout the podcast?
0: Yes. Um, and third is my personal boyfriend, Jason Hammonds. Yes. Oh, hello. Yes. Hey, Jason. He, hello.
1: Hi. Good to see you, Andrew. It oh is man, a what a pleasure.
0: Sign of my growing weakness that I'm allowing a man into my life Whoa. and onto my pod. <laughs> I used to be strong and now I'm weak.
1: I was <laughs> absolutely shocked when you asked me uh, just this morning if I had free time to record a podcast. Wow, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm fresh.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the reason Jason is here, aside from being a wonderful podcast producer and comic book artist and writer, can you believe me, listeners? Uh. I'm someone who said that men should be jailed from birth. <laughs> and now I'm I know. But you found promoting the- my boyfriend's podcast. You found the That's one good fucked. one. That's found- absolutely yeah. fucked. I know, but he's going to break and hit me at some point. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's he's no. too nice. Oh, you, notice, you can't be man. nice and tall and not hit. I'm <laughs> Sorry, it's no. just true. Oh God. Oh, no. I'm
1: sorry. Yes. No, he won't. No, he won't. Oh my he's god. He good. I won't.
0: He's pretty strong. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh boy. Um okay, but anyway, uh yes. the reason he's here is that uh we've been dating for six months. Hey, yeah, yeah a little and over. uh this is how you celebrate. But also just the other day you told me a ghost story that you experienced that uh Made me wanna <laughs> walk away for yeah. a second because oh. I was like, "You're either crazy or a liar." And wow! It's I don't want to over gild the lily over here, but um, it was uh, <laughs> it was sort of the creme de la creme in terms of like real life ghost story that happened to someone near you. I'm. Sorry.
2: I had definitely. I
1: had like. I had waited on purpose to tell her because I had <gasps> men- made mention of it one time and like kind of thought about emailing it in as an urban legend. Oh. Uh. But I was like, you know what? I can't.
0: From an anonymous account? Yeah. Oh
1: my God. Uh, Because I was like, I I truly, I know that this is going to make me sound like an absolute lunatic. Uh, No, and you
2: all, listeners, you need to know Jason is like the most trustworthy, even-field person. (laughs) Um, his keels
0: are really even.
2: Yeah. Zero <laughs> red flags in terms of like, this is a person trying to sell movie rights. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs>
0: Lunatic is the exact perfect word for this. Um, <laughs> and if you see Jason looking at his phone, he's not being rude. He is currently getting the um, recap from two of the people who are there with him. Oh, I
2: my guess. God. Corroboration. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes.
0: We have two primary sources who are confirming the story oh and adding God, further oh details God. that Jason forgot. Okay. So. Um, the story is, this urban legend is called Jay's Journal, huh. and it is based in Utah, where Jason is from, in Pleasant Grove, which is where Jason is from-ish, Ish. where you grew up. Partially. You were not born there. No. Partially. Jason moved around a lot, because he's interesting. <laughs> Sorry. And, <laughs> um. So I... Uh, Jason, do you want to tell us your sort of understanding of it? And I can. So
1: yeah, so this, and we're we're talking about the uh, the the source legend. Yes. Um. Right. So the the source legend we're talking about is Jace Journal, which was a um book slash legend of like a. As, as we had heard it growing up or, or like through kids at school and stuff like that was about a a kid who lived in Pleasant Grove who like worshipped Satan and uh, ended up killing his mom and sister, I think was the way that oh. I heard it. Um, and that there was a house in, in Pleasant Grove that we would often like drive by or walk by or whatever and see. And like the, the legend was that that was um, that that was the house that he had done it in and that it was like haunted and that their ghosts like still live there and stuff.
0: And so, and Utah is Mormon. If mm-hmm. you don't, if you don't know your states, um, <laughs> Utah yeah. is the Mormon. It's the Mormon yes. State. So it was published, uh, attributed to anonymous. Okay. Um, about a depressed teenage boy who becomes involved with a satanic group after participating in several occult rituals. Jay believes he is haunted by a demon named Raoul. Oh, Raul. The book, the book is based on true events of a 16-year-old Alden Barrett from Pleasant Grove, Utah who committed suicide in 1971. Um and that's all I'll say. Uh <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of legends and and Jason, this is this is you.
1: Yeah. It's So we we had long been curious about um that house and, and what was going on there. And so one night myself and, uh, three friends who all just give fake names to avoid, um, uh, uh, uh slander, um, <laughs> <Great. Thank laughs> let's, you. let's say Steve, Kenzie and Paul, Ooh, um, wow. uh, we, we all decided we were, you know, some young rambunctious folks and, uh, decided to, uh, go and explore a haunted house for the first time. Um, and Jason
0: was a cool teen.
1: I can I mean you'd have to be the concept of
2: not only wanting to ex- explore a haunted house but having them having the the house to do that in mm-hmm. wow what an idyllic what an idyllic upbringing
0: my friends would go to um king's state penitentiary on long island mm. and that was haunted but
2: my friends would talk about going to the pedophile village somewhere <laughs> in central florida <laughs> Yeah. that's not a scary
0: story that's just it's a yeah. bad name for a town don't, yeah and
2: don't go idea. there <laughs> don't go there it's a real thing sorry oh, can't believe anyway. they named that place that <laughs>
1: um god so so yeah we we end up uh, uh going over this house and there there's like two houses that it might be one of them ends up being like a little shack that's not haunted at all and just has like teens graffitiing swear words on the walls and stuff <laughs> um and it the the second one is like this two-story house um, we walk in there's like no one around there's a bunch of trees but it's kind of in a clearing like it's in the middle of like this little foresty thing um, right next to like the property where I um, would work at a movie theater later uh, but we we go on the first floor and, it's and the a movie lot theater
0: of, was also haunted
1: the movie theater also had oh some, some spooky stories of its own um, and his
0: manager w- taught him Krav Maga <laughs> and anytime uh, Jason was better at it he would stomp on his toes what?
1: <laughs> yeah my toes are really messed up now because of that
2: oh there is I that's the most intrigue I've ever heard in six seconds oh my god so that's, crazy. that episode will
1: happen next month sorry
0: <laughs> it'll be two hours oh my god yeah.
1: um so on the first floor there was more graffiti all over the walls a lot of a lot of funny teens um and uh, the living room, there was, like, I guess graffiti of a pair of fallen angel wings, which, like, my friends were really freaked out about, but I didn't know anything about. Yeah. Um, uh, then we went upstairs. There were two rooms. Uh, the one on the right had, like, a massive hole in the floor that we, like, kind of walked around. Um, and while we were in there, we heard a, an enormous thud from <laughs> the room on the left. Like, either a boot stomping down really hard or, like, a <gasps> body falling oh, on the floor. Oh, no. Um, and so so we, we, like, went into that room and just saw, like, kind of dust in the air was the only thing we saw there. And so we were, like, kind of freaked out. Um, Did
0: you have flashlights or uh,
1: phone? We had phone lights didn't exist yet. So I believe, yes, we had a flashlight. I remember there being a source of light, not quite sure what it was, oh, okay, but it wouldn't cool. have been a phone. I think it was like a. I'm remembering like a white LED light, so it must have been like one of those baby flashlights. Oh, For you
2: youngsters, we'd used to have to carry flashlights with us to <laughs> explore. Phone,
0: have to. You get a uh, lighter.
2: You. Ha- and that's why everyone had such big pockets.
0: <laughs> My Motorola <laser laughs>
2: chocolate. Oh man. Oh okay. I'm I'm joking because I'm terrified. No, yeah, good. no, it's
1: it's good.
0: Also my mom um, loves to buy me those teeny tiny flashlights as a stocking stuffer oh that like wouldn't case. be helpful in any any situation. Yeah, in
2: case you um need to read a book at night and you're sharing a bed with someone who's sensitive to light.
0: Yeah, like if there's a hurricane but you also want to still not be able to see stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so as we're walking down the uh down the stairs apparently the other Oh sorry, so so well so that's the thing is there's more details here.
0: Oh okay.
1: <gasps> there's there was a whole interlude that I forgot when I told oh you the abridged God. version oh my of the God. story. Okay. Okay. Um but both of these sources have verified this interlude. Okay. Uh without me prompting. <gasps> um so we, we get freaked out by, like, the absence and whatever, so we we uh, start going down the stairs. As we're going down the stairs, apparently uh, Kenzie starts uh, feeling a breathing on her neck and hearing whispers. <gasps> no, Kenzie. Gets real freaked out. Uh, so we go outside, and then uh, myself and Kenzie go around both sides of the house to try and see if there was, like, anyone there, because uh-huh. we couldn't see anyone in the room. Like, the loud noise couldn't figure out where it came from. Um, so we... we Go around while uh, Steve and Paul stay at the front to try and see if we could, like, flush someone out, like, running around the house or something that was, like, trying to mess with us. Um, no one comes out. Uh, uh, Steve yells a bunch. Uh, like, he he went inside the house again, yells out the window, um, something like, you know, like, trying to, like, find anyone. Oh. Uh, so then we go back in. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> that's the part I don't relate to. Yeah,
1: going back inside. Okay, I'm because we're I'm trying, amazed. like especially me. I think myself and uh, and and Paul more than anyone were like very skeptical and like sure. trying to like. Okay, someone's messing someone with trying us. trying to spook you. Yeah, yeah. Some friend heard that like we were coming here. Oh, or, you know, yeah. like someone. Even though we hadn't really told anyone, we were like somehow someone's like messing with us. Right. Um. So anyway, we we go back in and. uh we're, like, trying to, like, look through, like, the closets and see if, like, we can find anyone in there. Uh, and then we hear the thud again. Mm. Um, and all three of us are in the same room. Or all four of us are in the same room. Um, hear the thud again. And so it kind of scares the hell out of us. We go, like, down, you know, walking down the stairs again. And acorns start hitting us. Oh.
2: See? And that, okay. So that's, like, that feels like pr- pranky teen thing.
1: Totally. Yeah. 100%. Acorns start hitting us. As we're, like, walking down, we're freaking out. We go outside. We, like, take another, like, quick loop around the place, and then we just leave because we're freaked out. We can't find anyone. There's no possible explanation oh. for any of this happening. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> it's also, like, Jason is smiling a lot while telling the story, so it, like, makes it sound sweeter and friendlier. <laughs> oh, this
1: and is hell on earth.
0: I
2: know. I have a true grimace of anguish on my face. <laughs>
1: The only way that I can, like, make myself feel okay about it is by <laughs> laughing and smiling and being like, this is insane.
2: Wow.
0: Well, I'm going <laughs> to criticize you for that. No, it's
1: good. Um Stay. So then, yeah, apparently then we all went to Walmart, uh, <laughs> like, to, like, try and regroup. It's a small town. The only place we had any solace right. was Walmart.
2: It's the brightest place. It's the <laughs> the
1: brightest place. That's true. Um, and, and as we're, like, driving over there, uh, Steve, who's in the front seat, starts, like, kind of twitching and freaking Uh, out uh Paul's right behind Steve and I'm uh next to Paul in the back seat Kenzie's driving uh and so so Steve's like in the front kind of like twitching around and like getting kind of irritated and stuff uh and then he at one point goes like Paul stop it (gasps) cut that shit out and I'm looking at Paul sitting there not doing anything and he's like I don't know what you're talking about like what are you and he's like stop scratching me I know you're doing (gasps) it stop and he's like I am not touching you I have not touched you (gasps) And he lifts up his shirt. And no! this is this is the craziest part of the story, which makes me sound like a lunatic. Uh, he lifts up his shirt and we see like scratch marks uh! forming on his back. No, forming. Yeah. Like becoming red oh. on his back. Uh, oh, God. Apparently, by the way, apparently there are pictures of these scratches uh, Kenzie told me when I reached out to ask about this story. she doesn't. They're on her old laptop, so she's going to find them and send them to me. But oh my God. apparently we took pictures of the scratches that night. Um, but yeah, then we got immediately freaked out. We called Paul's dad uh, to see if there was anything that he knew to like help or do about it. Apparently <laughs> he knew is, about creepy being stuff.
2: Being a dad is so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> the concept of getting that call.
0: You really can't tell what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let me turn the rocketeer down on TV. <laughs> so yeah, that... That happened, and seeing the scratches just freaked us out. <laughs> In, or... Steve, we can bleep <gasps> that name, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Steve was all freaking out uh, uh, about um, what was happening. We ended up getting like I don't know alcohol and like pouring it on it. Like oh we had no idea God. what to do. Uh, and then that just kind of haunted us for <gasps> the rest of our uh, high school years. And we didn't really talk about it much. Like this is the fr- today reaching out to these friends about this is the You're first time I've talked about it since then. Steve and Kenzie ended up getting married and then divorced because oh. Steve's kind of a piece of shit. But oh. um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, kind of a Kind of a wild thing that's always... I've never been able to explain it, and for the longest time, I was, like, trying to, like... For this whole night, I've been telling them, like, oh, no, it's like, it could have been squirrels throwing the acorns, like, could have been this, could have been that. And then I was grasping for any straw that I could find to explain it. Because we just need squirrels being like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're, like, making a dress with one hand and, like, throwing (laughs) acorns with the other.
1: Yeah.
2: I I can't imagine. Imagining the things that used to scare me as a teenager Mm -hmm. with my friends and the fact that this, there is actually, like, tangible things to be afraid of. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I would have never recovered. I feel like I would have, um. I would be. I would live in a hospital.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane. Kenzie says that like she she was like yelling to us to like stop whispering in her ear, but like none of us were like close enough to be doing that. Um, what was
2: the what was the like um, the architecture of this house like? Is this like an old fashioned Utah house? Is oldish, it? yeah, okay.
1: oldish. It's it's two floors, like kind of. Um, it's it looked like it was probably built sometime in like the forties or something. Mm, so like yeah. yeah, oldish, but not terribly old. That's um, an
2: unsung type of haunted house, the house built in like the forties, the mm. medium
0: old house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Like <laughs> we're not talking antebellum or, mm-hmm. or or gothic. It's like you know. But hey, people died since then.
1: Yeah, absolutely. that's true. <laughs> and I, and I will say, Kenzie's version of the story is a little different from mine and Paul's. But all of the key oh. all of the key points are there. What okay. are her
0: diverging?
1: She doesn't remember like some of the, um, like she kind of connects directly from hearing the thud. And getting freaked out to seeing the scratches, like it's basically oh, immediately oh, there. Yeah. Okay. So I think she kind of forgot a lot. But of those the, are
0: the two, two of the three craziest parts. Yeah, of it. yeah.
2: It's, yeah. yeah. It's not like uh, that is wait, that's crazy scratch marks.
1: Yeah, and and Paul's version says that he just saw the scratches, like that they were already there. Mm-hmm. Myself and Kenzie saw them forming, manifest. But there are definitely like,
0: and you guys are both in the back seat.
1: Uh, Kenzie was was in the front seat, but she was like, we had stopped by this point when he was lifting up his shirt and she was like looking over oh, and okay. watching it too. And Paul was oh. directly behind uh, so Steve's seat, so he probably couldn't see as much. Um, but yeah, that's, I don't know.
2: Scratch marks on bodies are scary. They're
0: scary because the ghost is being like, I'm scratching you. Do you remember, <laughs> Anna, scary.
2: when we when we were in college, we would go to the Skidmore Comedy Festival and one time yeah. we were invited To a girl's dorm room for dinner. And there was another person there who, much like in the movie Hannibal, was wearing a hat and looked like he might have been recently lobotomized. And she took our shoes when we came at the door and then we weren't sure where our shoes were.
0: Yeah, and, we couldn't leave.
2: And then the guy who kind of looked like he was lobotomized at one point was like, "Look at what she did to me!" And he pulled his shirt up, and he had scratch marks all over his <gasps> back. That's right. He showed you that. And we and I just remember Emily Schmidt and I were like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then and then the then the, the the host came out, and she was like, "I made you all big bowls of steamed vegetables," and she was like, "I don't have enough forks, so." Each two people have to share a fork, And I just remember being like, oh, God, this is if something is wrong. We're These were poisoned. children
0: who'd never learned about veganism. So we were given <laughs> bowls of brown rice with literally just julienned. Carrots and onions,
1: <laughs> and it was enough to spook the hell out of us. Uh, but yeah, these scratch were, marks are scary. Yeah,
0: those were hippies. I, I was
1: yeah. I was just gonna say. I was just reminded that so the fallen angel wings that were graffitied, they were very large on the wall of the first floor. He uh, also had fallen angel wings on the back of his shirt, <gasps> uh, which was also where these you just said scratch the marks were. Name. Uh, damn it. Steve <laughs> mark that. Steve had <laughs> fallen angel wings on the shirt.
2: A quick question about fallen are, are, these, are, are these a specific sort of symbol or is just like fallen angel wings like the devil like the symbol of angel wings on the ground. And I Lucifer's truly don't like know I've angel.
1: only been told about fallen angel wings so I don't know what the meaning of them is but just I mean apparently angel wings like the, the demons or something like that they get them clipped is that the, the oh. myth? I, I didn't know, know that. Or. I guess it makes. Like, or they lose their wings like Lucifer right. lost his wings when yeah. he fell from heaven yeah. or something yeah. like that. It does
0: feel like a lucifer thing if it's on the floor. Yeah. Cuz that's where he go.
1: That's where he go. Hell Fam- is
0: in the floor.
2: Yeah, famously that's where he go.
0: Um but that is also now just sort of like a Los Angeles uh tourist trap.
2: Uh <laughs> large painted wings. Yeah. True, that is. Yeah. Now yeah, now it's like Get your Instagram. Oh, boy. Get your
0: Instagramming.
1: Get your Instagram.
2: Come see me in Las Vegas. I'm a billionaire. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) When I was on dating sites, I would screenshot every profile that had uh, like angel wing (laughs) photos as its main Uh, thing. And there were truly hundreds. Yeah. It was it was it's a problem. People need to stop doing it.
2: That's like our friend Mike Spence. um, She always shares Insta stories of girls who their profile pictures are them at a firing range. And oh my God. and they're everyone it, in Utah. It's actually yeah. It's and I mean it's I guess it's kind of a good tactic just to be like, hey, don't try to pull anything with me. Mm. But it is a very funny. It's very funny when that's like your primary thing and you don't even see your face. It's just like the back of a girl's head with the big earphones on, like with a gun pointed at it. Up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For gay guys, I feel like it was a lot of pictures about of, of like them and like it's me in my Halloween costume and it's just like them in a thong and they've got like a black dot on their <laughs> nose. <laughs> It's like I'm the Wolfman. It's like okay, uh, sure, yeah. uh, excuse me, sir. I know the Wolfman, and you are not the Wolfman. <laughs> I've served with the Wolfman.
0: <laughs> Wolfman was a valor. friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> man. I guess for men, it's like Machu Picchu is a big thing. Um, oh yeah, I drugged, travel. Drugged mm. elephants, drugged lions, mm, drugged oof. monkeys. I just assume they're drugged. <laughs> drugged monkeys? Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Dr- that monkeys probably more amenable than yeah tigers, but um, yeah, I guess like being on boats. Mm. Anytime you get on a boat, you kind of have to... Scratch marks. Imagine, what if the the
2: common thing for men was just like exposed torso and scratch marks across it?
0: It's so close to the truth.
2: I like a man who can get scratched.
0: I like a man with skin. Delicate skin.
2: I I bleed too, see? Do you bleed?
0: It is nice to know that men can bleed. Um, (laughs) But... Yeah, it's...
2: So, okay, so this is a thing you haven't talked about with your friends in a long time.
1: Long time, yeah. I haven't really even talked to at least two of these friends in quite a while. Mm. Because a bunch
0: of them are still in Utah. All of them. All of them are still in Utah. Yeah, two of them
1: got married and then divorced in a bad way. Uh, So there's... Steve is someone that I do not talk to.
0: Yeah, Um, he bad.
1: Yeah, he bad guy. Oh, boy. But
0: then... So they're all Mormon, so these are not... Um, Or...
1: Two, two of them. So Paul and Steve both um, raised Mormon. Uh, both are now out of the church, I believe. I think Steve was a little. Actually, no, Steve wasn't in the church. Paul was the only other one who was raised Mormon. These, oh, the other two, are not Mormon. Okay.
2: Because I was going to say, what it, do you know? What the like? What the belief system is around like ghosts and demons in Mormonism? So,
1: as far as I was, like, exposed to uh, growing up, there was almost never any talk about ghosts. Um, It was, like, we'd talk about spirits, like, sort of wandering, but it was never, like, in a spooky, haunted way. It was, like, that spirits would sort of, like, visit, you know, the Uh earth and, like, kind of be there in sort of a supportive way to, like, their relatives or, like, their children or something like that. Is that
0: canonical at all?
1: I think so. I think it is canonical that, like... If, if you go, so the Mormon heaven has like three layers. There's the celestial kingdom, which is like the, you know, you become a god basically. Uh-huh. Then there's the um, telestial kingdom, which is like the sort of middle ground where most People generally go. And then if yeah. you're like pretty bad, you go to the terrestrial kingdom, which is like you basically don't get any power and you have to like kind of work your way to the second layer, but yeah. you'll never get to the highest layer.
2: It's hotel offsite in Orlando. exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's like for non baptized people like people who aren't Mormon.
1: Um people who aren't Mormon and not baptized, I believe, still can go to like the middle kingdom, which but is they, like good, but not but you don't default get a planet. Is- default is kind of is the terrestrial kingdom which yeah. is is like not quite hell because they don't really have a hell they have like outer darkness which is like oh. hitler and satan um <laughs> oh that's
0: right outer darkness yeah, yeah. Oh, that i remember
1: that's um, a much better name than yeah. hell outer darkness i like i like yeah. that as kind of just like a a just, general like state of here. being yeah they didn't yeah.
0: mention that at the visitor center
1: no yeah they, they don't advertise they outer don't darkness advertise it. yeah
0: we went to um the <laughs> temple square in salt lake
1: yes she got which, so freaked out <gasps>
0: It really like as time went on, it was like being in a haunted place because I it just the dread in me just built up while being there because it was like, oh, God, there's so much money and power. It felt sort of like Scientology related dread where it's like, I can't believe this has so much.
1: It's oppressive. Money.
0: Yeah, it's 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 also like it's weird to be in a place where everyone believes the same thing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and that it's such a recent
2: religion too. Like, I know, and it's such judge, uh, but who was was it you that was? Or someone was like, "It's such an American religion, you know." Yeah, which is like, I found a big cool place, and you know, and I
0: got a planet now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it it is. It's kind of um. It's sort of a get rich quick. Uh, Yeah. But
0: there's a lot in it about like controlling teen behavior. Yeah.
2: Right. The underwear. Do you want
0: to?
1: Well, so the underwear isn't teens. The underwear is like after you, um, if you're a woman, it's after you get married. If you're a man, it's after you like go or when you go on a mission, when you're ordained an elder, Um, it's like sort of spiritual armor in a way you're supposed to like wear it underneath your clothes and uh, the world isn't supposed to be able to see it (gasps) um, to basically protect you from like worldly sin or something like that. Hmm. Um, as kind of like a symbolic thing, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean they, like a lot of the culture is just built around like, um, the eternal consequences of small, meaningless things. Like they, they try to keep like teens fully in line of like, you know, no sex, no masturbating, no alcohol, no, like basically if you ever slip up, then you're probably not going to get to get to be a God and probably not going to see your family in the afterlife, things like that.
0: Well, there's just a ton of like checking in where you have to like tell, yeah bishops about like bad stuff you like there's just constant confession but it's not just being absolved and having penance like yeah prayers. there's like you have to there's
1: like a whole 12 step process anytime you like uh uh drink alcohol or like have sex or masturbate or something like there's this whole repentance process that goes into it oh. and you're supposed to like tell your bishop everything which like some bishops have very much abused with like young men sure. and young women and like you know there's been some really bad things that have happened. uh, But yeah, it's like all just around this idea. And these are like, just
0: like men from the community too. They're no. like,
1: yeah, well technically like it, it, canonically or whatever they're called of God, but yeah, they're just dudes. Wow. They're just guys that live in the neighborhood.
2: I'm, it's always very fascinating. I, this is very dumb, but I saw this <laughs> documentary called, I think it's called tabloid. Okay. You heard this?
0: Yes.
2: Um, and it's a, it's just like about, a, it's about like a beauty queen in the seventies mm-hmm. who also is like a genius like she's gotten her IQ tested and she's like off the charts who fell in love with this Mormon guy mm. and they had like a very brief, kind of fling. Okay. And then she was convinced they were destined to be together and then he was he got married to another Mormon woman and and then she kidnapped him. Whoa. And took him like hired two guys to kidnap him and take him to Europe.
1: Good for her. And Get she
2: and then but then it's like it gets super dark with she and she's being interviewed and she's like such a fun bubbly person. Mm. <laughs> but then she's like right. Well, um, I tied him to the bed and I took off his underwear and I burned it and like Whoa. and then he he like got away from her and then she he like wrote a book. It, it, it's just like this really crazy story. And it's it's what I think is like smart and interesting about it is, is that it you like aren't on either person's side, like on a macro sense, you know, <laughs> but on a micro sense, you're like this poor guy like has been kidnapped by someone who literally must be the embodiment of what Mormons think would be like the evil of the yes. world, which is yeah. this, like Jezebel being like, I'm going to kidnap you, burn your <laughs> sacred underwear and oh. then like try to have sex with you yep. so that we are forever bound to each other. <laughs> A big boobed demon
0: (laughs) is gonna take you to Europe.
1: (laughs) Honestly, that is truly what they try to make you afraid of. Like they're like some Catholic girl is gonna take your virginity, your precious virginity. Oh, Oh, it's so it's so fun. Sexual
0: Catholic,
2: right? I know we're out of control. It's so fun the um the like cycle of who each denomination of Christianity should be afraid of. <laughs> mm. You
1: know, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, it
2: just, it's like such a great... It's like, well, you can't take the chicken and the fox across the river yes, because... because the fox will eat the lettuce. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but for like, it's like... It's like Protestants are afraid of Catholics because they think that they'll turn America into a Catholic country and the pope mm-hmm. will be president. <laughs> and like Catholics are afraid of Protestants because of the Ku Klux Klan ostensibly. Like I don't know. Um, and then Mormons kind of fit in of just like I guess comparatively we're all super scary. <laughs>
1: Kind of, yeah. Yeah, we're it's, all, yeah. I remember it primarily being Catholics and atheists that like I was yeah. afraid of. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Um, Hi. C- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
0: have claims on Catholic, Catholic Jewish, and atheists. Wow, <laughs> you're absolutely.
1: Fucked. Yeah, no, I'm completely Danger. fucked here. No, it was always a thing of like your parents would be like, well, they they don't have the same standards that we do. <gasps> Uh, oh, yeah. Nefarious. it was uh it was always a thing because i i remember like at one point in high school i like had a brief thing with a girl who was catholic and like um my mom wasn't act outwardly discouraging it but like trying to like kind of give like the little sort of hints and stuff of being like well i mean you know like future wise that that could be complicated and like you know like wow. temple and all this stuff you know because you wouldn't be married in the temple if it was someone <sighs> not of the faith and like Weirdly enough, that same girl now Mormon. Ah, oh, yeah, she it
2: happened. My my brother mm. growing up in high school had like an amazing girlfriend who, weirdly enough, it was New Hampshire and there weren't a lot of Mormons there. Mm. She was Mormon, and um and they were they like they cared about each other very much and they just had to break up because of religious reasons. Like yep. neither one of them was going to convert. I was like, it oh, happens, It happens all the time. And I remember my mom saying to me when I was in middle school and I was like, soon I'll be able to date, <laughs> and she was like, all I want you and she was like. You can date whoever you want and any background you want. And she was like, "And you know, when I was dating, I I thought I don't care, you know, who, um, what someone's, you know, denomination is or religion is. I have more in common with a religious Jewish person than a non-religious Christian person." (laughs) And I remember being like, "Okay, so I just need to, I just need to date someone who's religious in some capacity, (laughs) which is a very, which is a a weird way to enter into things. Yeah. Yeah, clearly things are fine." Uh, they, my, my parents love Chris very much. Um, but also
0: your mom married your dad who was literally becoming a priest when they met.
2: So my mom was a Protestant. My dad was Catholic. And I didn't th- – I mean it's like now that it seems so silly that mm-hmm. that would ever be a thing. But I think for my dad's mom who was Irish Catholic, I think she was like, they're going to baptize all those boys. They're going to destroy the and, saints. Ugh. And they're going to
0: they're gonna <laughs> kill systematically, Mary.
2: Systematically the children will kill the saints. <laughs>
0: They'll destroy
2: um, our iconography. And <laughs> I am the only one of my brothers to be baptized in the Catholic Church. Whoa. Whoa, really? Yeah. So either either I'm going to be alone in heaven or I'll be the only one in hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: hello? <laughs> anybody want to play backgammon? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the devil to me. Yeah.
2: Um. Okay.
0: But so were you ever to- told about like the occult or devils or... Not, the dangers of
1: that? Not in any specific terms and I feel like it was it's kind of the Mormon philosophy of like avoidance over confrontation mm-hmm. uh, and so we just wouldn't talk like you were aware because of other kids at school more than because of religion you were aware of like Satanists and like <laughs> you know devil worshippers or whatever mm-hmm. um, but like exorcisms and like you know hauntings and stuff like that were never a big part of Mormon canon.
0: That's so funny that's sort of like the um, the prevailing dog training wisdom of ignoring a bad behavior and over the Caesar Milan sort of like attack it. Yeah.
1: yeah. That sort of thing.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, very much. Yeah. It, it, ghost stories and scary stories w- within like religious communities and contexts I'm always very fascinated by. Um, and, and with this story... Am I am I correct in understanding that there is a larger lore to it, lore to it, or an explanation?
0: Yes. Well, um, in our next episode,
2: it's a two parter. It's baby. a two beach, <laughs> beach.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, we're going to be giving you a two parter urban legend episode, which you've never had before in your lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be discussing the source material of Jay's journal. I cannot wait. Uh, and you know what's spooky? Your name is Jason.
2: Oh, my oh, God. And my Jason. family calls me Jay. <gasps> that's
0: true. It's what is the?
2: Oh, if that's the revelation at the end of this, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs>
0: I'd marry you today.
2: <laughs> Jason, I'm so sorry you had to revisit this very haunting story, but I'm very glad you did because it spooked the pants
1: right off of me. You know, it's okay. It got me to talk to two old friends for the oh, first time in a while. That uh, is really nice. And two new Good. friends. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Uh, oh. uh. Um <laughs>
0: It spooked his pants off, and then I picked him up and burned him. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Uh, should we do should we do a couple quick scary ideas for things that can happen Yeah, Jason, we go? would
0: you want to join us?
2: Sure. Okay.
0: Uh, one of us will go first, and then you'll go second just in case it's oh, bad, boy. and okay. then one of us will go last. Yes.
2: So, <laughs> a, yeah. A scary idea for things that can happen. <laughs> it could truly just be a sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that is spooky that could happen. He listens to the pod. Yeah. Um, I'll start off. Okay. Uh, I don't have one in mind, but I'm going to come up with one oh my god! Here it comes. on the spot. You're writing down your New Year's resolution. And you begin to write, go to the gym every day. But as you write, go to the gym every day, you notice that at the bottom of the page, every time you write a word, another word is written at the bottom of the page. And when you write, go to the gym, below it says, you know you won't. And you erase it. And the words at the bottom of the page disappear. And you write it again. I will go to the gym. And at the bottom of the page, it says, I am standing right behind you. And you turn around, and standing there is a rotten body, and it's holding a bag of Jolly Bee fried chicken. That, that could, could happen. happen. Oh my God, Andrew, wow. that could happen. I, it could happen. It's, if it does, you should call a therapist.
0: You should. Wow. Any therapist. Any <laughs> therapist.
2: <laughs> Hopefully someone who's registered. So yeah, that mm. was a low stakes one. But yeah. it is based in reality. Yeah.
0: People have fears about their
2: yeah. about yeah. Uh, their news uh, um, yeah. And again, it's like sometimes sometimes we hit a gem and sometimes we don't. Okay. So there's no pressure. I, with I it. thought I that know. was a gem. Hey, thank yeah, you so good. much. That very That's very kind of you.
0: <clears throat> okay. Jason, do you want to go?
1: You're staying at a cabin in a small remote town known for semi-cult-like activity. The man who is renting the cabin to you tells you there are keys but doesn't hand them to you. He tells you there's a fire pit. You manage to start a fire in this fire pit, this little fireplace in the first floor of this two-floor cabin. Uh, Upon starting the fire, you decide to go to bed and allow the fire to uh, warm up the cabin. Uh, you go back downstairs a little while later to put the fire out so as not to uh, burn down the cabin. And you go to sleep. You come back down uh, to get a drink of water and you see the fire is back on. Ah. You I think that's weird. And you think back to the man and the keys that he didn't give you. And you go to make sure the door is locked. But... The lock is now the other way around.
2: <gasps> that,
1: that could, could happen. happen. Jason!
0: Jason and <laughs> no. I did stay in a cabin no. in the middle of nowhere, and the man didn't give us the key. That is very
2: scary, Jason. Oh my god. And Jason,
0: you were you just were sitting on that. Wow. <laughs> That's so you're so capable of scaring me How so badly. How dare you? <laughs> it was very scary. The power didn't work. <gasps> mm-hmm. And there was no heat, oh and my. he had a fireplace, but there was just logs, no kindling. Giant logs. Giant logs that didn't quite fit, Can't and then there was no more fire starter. Yeah. Um. And then he literally there was a dry erase board with um his phone number on it, and he said, "And that's my number if anything happens, but also you don't have service out here." <gasps>
2: and then he left. <laughs> oh my. And
0: this was in like a polygamous community, yep. oh like boy. right outside of one.
2: Yeah. And now you're all married. Now We're all married. Okay. married. Anna, bring us on home.
0: Okay. You finally discover that you need glasses, and you go to where you thought there was a Warby Parker, but instead it's a really old optician named Dr. Eyes. (laughs) And you go in and he says, Try these on for size.
2: <laughs> and you
0: put on the glasses. And when you do, you can see right through Dr. Eyes' clothes. And on his
2: chest, he has two big eyeballs. Uh, that, that could can happen. happen. Oh, no. Think about it. Anna, you, I have to say, and this has been something people have been messaging about, Anna, you have a great knack at eyeball horror-related things. <laughs> um, like four people sent messages about that one scary idea for things that could happen where someone who is like, oh, I have something in my eye, and then they pull it out, and it's another eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this one also, oh, eyes where they shouldn't be are very scary. Yes, um,
0: be. Just think about that. Think about it. Um, so this is the end of part one of this particular Urban
2: episode, Yeah, tune in next Wednesday for wow. part two. See you next
0: Wednesday. Boo. Um, yeah, boo. And thank you so much, Jason, of for course. being with us. Oh man, Absolutely.
2: and we can't wait to have you back again next week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: and everybody else, till next week. Get, get out. out
0: forever. <laughs>
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. <laughs>